All right, so we're going to put my microphones to the test. What is up, everybody? This is Derek. This is the Very Agile Badass Podcast. Doing housework with the little time that I have uh, not being at work, but I got some pretty good, um, I got a pretty good microphone on, so I want to put it to the test, so I'm going to do that. So please ride with me if you aren't interested in learning some things, maybe some tricks or some techniques to get you through this crazy bariatric life that you're living uh, right now. You know, right now I believe that from a world standpoint, we're in a position where there's a lot of stress involved. And when you have stress, Uh, Like someone like us, I'm not going to beat around the bush, comes, you know, addictions. Dealing with addictions, trying to make, make some type of resolution or, God, you just hate yourself so much because you can't do this and you can't get off this and you can't stop eating sweets or you can't stop drinking or you can't stop shopping. Shopping is a real big problem in the bariatric community. Um, and so in, in, in that, in that perspective, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a therapist, a doctor. I'm just someone who is very transparent And really willing to try to use that transparency to try to help people. Because honestly, when somebody is trans, it's like this. You, I could go out and I could uh, use my push, you know, my, my following to contact other large creators and say, hey, you know, do you want to do collab? Or maybe you can come on my podcast and I can ask you these questions. I can give you the script because that's what they do is they, when someone does an interview with a, uh, another bariatric patient, whether that's larger creator or just somebody in general, we'll put a script together. So the person's ready to answer questions. So they're already like poised. Okay. Well, the next question they're going to ask is about my history my mental health, blah, 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 blah. I already have that answer ready. That's why they always go so smooth. That's why it go all, always appears to be formative. But one thing that I think about a lot is where is the reality? Where is the reality? And you know what the reality is right now? The world's fucked right now. I'm barely getting by. Me and Sharice are barely getting by. There's a lot of people out there that are barely getting by. I think we've been... What screwed us up the most was when we got COVID. Me and Sharice got COVID and it knocked us on our ass for a week. I did have vacation time uh, during that week, but there's a lot more that came with that problem man there's a lot more that came with you know having covid 
you know, afterwards, just exhaustion, not wanting to work. And my, my employer is badass, you know, they understand. And so they're very copacetic with, uh, you know what? I have not used the word copacetic in a long time. My work is very understanding, caring, loving. Um, I've been with them for over 16 and a half years. And so they understand because COVID hit me really hard. Um, so with all that being said, there's a lot that came with it. And it's just not the, you know, the exhaustion. It's not the, the problems, the health conditions that came with the COVID. I think what hit me the most to be completely transparent was the mental side of it. When I, uh, was diagnosed with COVID, I went spiraling into a horrible depression. Like all these years I've been able to dodge COVID. You know, I'm, I got the poke, you know, I don't care. Anybody's opinion come at me. I don't care. My daughter had COVID. Eh. I cannot remember when that was. But she was diagnosed with COVID. She's the only one that got it. Everybody else was negative. So kind of strange, right? And so all of a sudden... Me and Sharice, oh, I, you know, I got a fever. Of, we, we tested my temperature because it was really cold and I had the chills. And we tested my temperature. And it was like 100.2 or something like that. And I, well, we got about six or 700 freaking <laughs> COVID tests available. Let's, you know, take a COVID test. And so I took a COVID test. And... It came out positive. Okay, well, I've been preparing for this financially because I knew if I was to get COVID, my work would not allow me to work for five days. Then I come back masked for another five days. All right, well, I was ready. The mental health part, I believe, is what did me in. And now that I'm like over two and a half months out, I'm prepared to take my life back. And I think that's what comes down to what's going on in your life right now. I mean, what's going on in your life right now? I want you to think about it. I want you to sit and think about what is going on in your life right now. And what you feel can be done about it. Now, if you feel there's nothing that can be done about it, there's something that, that's a big problem. Because like I said, and I've been saying for a while, it's okay to not be okay, right? Why you, you hear that a lot. That's like more like a, a saying that people just spill out, you know, just to justify their, you know, just to justify their depression. It's not okay to be depressed. Oh, excuse me. It, it's okay to be depressed, but it's not okay to do anything about it. 
That's one thing that people need to recognize. I mean, I remember having COVID and I couldn't get out of bed for that entire week because I was just so depressed that it hit me. And it hit us so hard that I was beside myself with mental health issues. So what am I going to do about it? Because I'm, you know, I'm still teetering on that bridge of what I'm going to do about it. Right now, to be completely transparent, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go off script there. I swear to God, my house is haunted. I want to talk about this really quick. I wake up 1.30 every single morning. Struggle to get back to sleep. I sit in my bed with my wife as we watch, you know, whatever, you know, usually Discovery Channel. And you know, if you were to rock, walk around your bed and push lightly with your hands around the bottom and the side of the bed, that type of sensation, we feel a lot. It's really, ugh, it's nerve-wracking. But my wife is really in tune with her spiritual side, so I'm not too concerned about it. Um, I did do some research, and that research says that if you wake up at the same time every night, then you're being watched by somebody. Or, or your spirit guide is there to prepare to guide you. Now, I don't want to come out and say that I've like been doing a lot of unhealthy things because I haven't. I do a lot of cardiovascular exercise, thank you, because of work. Uh, as well as I'm not a smoker, I don't do drugs, and I don't I drink lightly. But, you know, it's not like I get literally drunk. So I don't, I don't think it's my time to go. Yeah, you know, I hope not. I have stress and deal with blood pressure problems, but, you know, it's controlled. But back to what I'm going to do about what's going on in my life and how I'm going to get my shit together. Like I said, I don't know. I don't really know. I think if I had that answer, I'd have done it by now. But let's take into perspective what a generic problem would be. Let's say regain. Regain, I say, is a generic problem because a lot of people deal with it. Um, some people deal with mental health issues, but they don't identify them as mental health issues because it's just a clusterfuck in our brains. There's one thing I want you to remember. Why I try and figure out what I'm going to do to maximize my life 
Because I can work, 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 and Sharius can work, 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 but still, you know, that's, you're not, you're not fixing the problem, right? You're not fixing whatever issue puts you where you're at. Because I don't want to be here. I do not want to be here. I want to be able to be a leader. I want to be a leader. I want to reopen my business. want to help my fellow bariatric patients and you know their families through the madness that is going on in the world right now because it's really stressful everybody thinks we're going to war it's it sucks really does it's hard times right now really hard times right now inflation is blowing up um but There's one thing that I do know, and the one thing I need to continue, I say need, not want, need. There's one thing I need to continue to remember, and that is, I am not supposed to be here. Water break, hold up. Let's go through the list of Derek's reason why he shouldn't be here. Number one, obesity. Number two, weird shit like uh, Chiari malformation. If you don't know what a Chiari malformation is, feel free to search it. It's uh, pretty, pretty dramatic situation. Probably the darkest time of my life. I mean, originally, I, I just I started having a sore arm. And so I went in to the hospital, to the emergency room, to have them, you know, see what they can do. They didn't find anything, so they set me up with a, a, an MRI. Hold up. Check it out. Here you go. Listen. Liquid death, baby. Pure mountain water. Why? Because fuck plastic. That's why. Ha! Anyway, I love doing podcasts, by the way. It's like my own support group. The Chiari Malformation, they originally thought it was a pseudocerebral tumor. What a pseudocerebral tumor is, a tumor above your neck. Oh, above your shoulders. So, so including your neck up and your head, cerebral, of course, your head, your brain. Pseudo, of course, it's not. It was a fake tumor. But I remember clearly sitting with my good friend Susan in April at the doctor's office up in St. Mark's Neurology. And they said, you have a tumor in your spinal cord. We are removing it in three days. You've got three days to prepare. Holy shit. And when they came along with that, they said, you have a, I think it was a 10% chance of coming out of the surgery, completely paralyzed from the neck down. And if you think about that, if you think about being paralyzed from the neck down, I would rather die 
and be paralyzed from the neck down. I remember like it was yesterday, my dad kept on taking me to appointments because I ended up moving with my dad because it was just so much a dramatic uh, situation. Um, And I remember him taking me up to the neurology office and seeing people who are paralyzed from the neck down. It was horrifying. I was listening to a guy's story how he fell out of a tree. He fell about three feet, three feet, and shit. You fell three feet, paralyzed from the neck down. That's horrifying. And what they had told me is when they, when I removed, if I wasn't going to be paralyzed, when they removed the pseudo-cerebral tumor, I would still be paralyzed for three months. Which is crazy, but of course, they cut open the spinal cord where they thought the tumor was and pulled out the tumor. Well, they ended up doing an MRI. When they did an MRI, they noticed... Uh, well, they used contrast. They noticed that it wasn't a tumor. It was a cyst. How was that cyst there? Well, Derek had a little bone growing out of his uh, skull that was causing his his spinal cord and his brainstem to, you know, get a little bit wiggly. That caused that cyst. So what did they do? They went up, they cut the bone, everything started flowing, Derek's fine. It's recovery from having an eight-inch scar in the back of my head. That was probably my biggest problem. But also, you know, with that being said, I still have that same bone. Let's keep going, right? Derek got uh, 16 septic pulmonary embolisms in his chest, in his lungs. I believe that was in 2012. I was within probably nine to 11 months before I had my weight loss surgery. Um, Like I said, they were septic with MRSA, MRSA. If you don't know what MRSA, it's a very deadly infection. Okay, well, I could keep going. I could keep going about how many times I've almost been just obliterated in, in an intersection by someone running red light. I could go on about my my heart and how it's, you know, I have arrhythmic problems. Bottom line, I am not supposed to be here. I should have died a long time ago. If I wouldn't, in my opinion, if I wouldn't have left my second wife, thank God for my dad. Thank the good Lord for that man. Because he said yes. I called him up. She was cheating. Well, I'm getting really personal on this podcast. I called him up. She was cheating. He said yes. I believe he saved my life. Still, I'm not supposed to be here. If you call it natural selection, I shouldn't be here. But I am. And I didn't cheat to get here. Yes, I had weight loss surgery, no big deal. But weight loss, obesity wasn't my only problem. 
So while I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life and how I'm going to change things for the better, so I need, not want, need to be a leader. And when I say need to be a leader, I mean functionally, all around, I need to be a leader. I need to be able to lead myself. I need to be able to, you know, be the matriarch of this family or the patriarch, sorry, of my family. I need to be able to lead the brand that Sharice and I created, the bariatric badass brand that Sharice and I created. Because Sharice is just so inundated with school and work. She goes to school. She also works. Because I love doing it. I love, I'm, I'm pacing around my kitchen, cleaning it up right now. I loved, I love doing podcasts. I love talking about stuff. I love being transparent. People will sometimes, you know, criticize me for how transparent I am or how depressed am I sound or um, how sad I may come across to them. But what I'm doing right now is they're a therapeutic, I don't know what the word is. I would say therapy, personal therapy. And if it helps you, if you can connect with me, I want to know about it. I want you to comment. If you're too, if you're, what you want to talk about is too personal and you don't want to comment, send me a message on the page. I don't think you can send messages on uh, Podbean, but you can send it on the page or my email or my TikTok. Like I said, I'm not supposed to be here, but I am for some reason. I'm still here. If you had weight loss surgery, you're not supposed to be here. Depending what your age is, depending what problems you had, you know, physical, metaphysical, whatever. Before you had your weight loss surgery, whether that's diabetes, whether that's a heart condition, whether that's with me, I was in the in and out of the hospital all the time. Like I would spend before I had my weight loss surgery, I'd probably spend eight to twelve days every single day in the hospital for something. Before I had my weight loss surgery, is because I had all those blood clots in my lungs. They were septic. At one point, they told me I had lung cancer. I smoked for twenty years, so. It gives you an idea. When I was younger, I smoked a lot. But when my son was born, Tristan was born 11 years ago, I quit. I used Chantix, by the way. Chantix. Uh, I don't know what that's... How that medication right now is. But I could tell you this right now. If you're single and you take Chantix, it is possibly the worst thing that you could do for yourself because what Chantix did, well, at least what Chantix did for me was 
caused suicidal problems. And I hope I can say that on this podcast without getting uh, tagged or whatever or getting striked for it. It caused suicidal issues. I would wake up in the middle of the night crying my eyes out. How am I going to get my young son? And Derek that time was... about six. How am I going to get my son? And this is before I met Sharice. Because I was on Chantix three times before I was actually able to quit. How am I going to get my son to my wife? To my, excuse me, to my ex-wife. I believe she was my wife at that time. And save face at the same time and take my life. And that's what happens when you take Chantix and you're by yourself and you're alone. I took Chantix when I was with Sharice. It was different. It was perfect. It was fine. And I quit smoking. Now I get around cigarette smoke and I, I die. I, 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 can't, I can't handle it. It's like it's my bosses, they smoke. You know, a lot of people smoke. Some people smoke in my work. Makes me sick. Not supposed to be here. If you had weight loss surgery, a lot of our followers are in the 30s, between 30 and 44. At least that's what the statistics say. (laughs) I had to say that slow. Statistics. I got my teeth in for once. So, I got to speak slower. It's going to come out. (laughs) I do a lot of whistling when I don't have my teeth in. It's pretty funny. Anyway, I love you guys very much. I really hope that you can connect with me because I'm just telling my story. That's all I'm doing. I could give you information. You know, I could give you any type of nutritional or, you know, exercise information. I'm an expert in, well, I'm not an expert in both. I'm an expert in exercise, but I am married to a nutritionist that is going to school for, well, she's going to be a, uh, a te- uh, <sighs> radiology tech. Sorry. She's going to be a radiology tech, but she's also um, dual. Uh, majoring in nutrition. So, you know, I could provide any kind of answers for you. For you, um, If you can't connect with me via me being completely, you know, open, then you need to comment below and we'll create a podcast triggered by your content. I mean, by your comment. Otherwise, if you really think about it, And I really hope this hits you right in the heart. You are not supposed to be here. At all. You had weight loss surgery. What happened before your surgery? You know what happened before mine? It's pretty deadly. 
So with that being said, what are you doing with your life? Because you're running out of time. Love you guys. If you need help, go to bariatricbadass.com. Sharice has literally, literally written a shit ton of books as well as her programs who have helped hundreds of people. You can find uh, other podcasts on that site as well. I love you guys very much. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. Peace.